So I said, I'm really attracted to Jonathan Majors. Okay. I, I know what I just said. And I know my dad is probably freaking out right now because he's listening to this. And that's okay. I was going to qualify it and like give you all of these other qualifications. Like, you know, but I'm not going to do that. I'm attracted to this, this guy because he lives in this space um, that I don't think most people do, right? There's a group of individuals that we collectively refer to as weird because we lack the, the language to really describe how we feel about their presence, how we feel about um, how they move through the world. And Jonathan Majors is one of these such characters. He, he exists in a, in a realm of people like a Janelle Monet or um, a Matthew McConaughey or maybe an Erica Badu. There's this, there's this essence of just how they move through the world that like you're not really sure if you want to be with them, be them, be their friend, um, or just be around them. It's, it's a very attractive aura is probably the right word for it. It's, it is, um, uh, it draws you in because it feels like that. That's it. It feels like a level of freedom that you're not experiencing in your life. That's what it is. And, and you don't know exactly um, because we're not close to these individuals. Like I've never met Jonathan Majors, right? I'm I'm only watching him as an artist as he produces in things like Loki or The Harder They Fall or, you know, even this GQ interview that he did of his 10 essentials. Like the, just the way that he's moving through life is this. It appears to have this level of of freedom, this level of understanding of himself that I'm not sure I possess and I'm drawn to it. And it is very attractive in that sense, right? Um, the, the, the same thing is true of like a Matthew McConaughey. He, I was watching an interview once and he was talking about how his wife told him that it was time for him to go, right? Like he does this thing where he goes off into the mountains with a notebook um, and some beer and he just spends time by himself and his wife understands that like he gets restless to a point where he's had too much interaction with people. Could you imagine that for a second to be in a relationship with somebody who knows you so well and is so secure with the relationship that they understand that we've had too much interaction and you need to go. And they are confident that you're going to come back when you need to. It is mind blowing, right? It is very mind just that kind of security in oneself and then security in relationship is not something we see often and it is very alluring. That was the word I was looking for earlier, right? It's it's alluring. It's just it just draws you in, right? And it's not something that like it's something that you want to attain but you weren't sure how. Right. You didn't have words for it. You hadn't seen it. And so when you do, it's like, oh, my God, how do I get close to that? And what's interesting, right, is that like in my experience, these people don't want you close to them. Right. They are very, very clear about the space that they give to public 
and the space that they hold to themselves and the ones who are close to them. Because they understand that you just want to be close to them because you don't know enough about you. And you want to be close because you're trying to understand something about you. You don't really want them. You want what they represent as a complete version of you, which is weird, right? That's not weird in a good way. That's weird in a bad way. That's that's this like you're not really in relationship with me. You're not really consuming me for me to understand me better. It's really about you. Right. And I'm in this camp. You know what I mean? I'm still learning more about me, which is why Jonathan Majors, this idea is so alluring to me. He did this interview with GQ and he talks about this cup. Right. And it really like resonated with me on a very deep level. There was this cup that he says that like, you know, he picked out, um, got from some country and it was an artisan cup. It was made of clay. Right. Um, And not to rehash the interview, but the way that he described it seemed like he was having an experience with this cup. And he decided that it was cool enough that it was part of now his his person, the thing that would take around. So he moves through the world with his own vessel. Right. And it's just like, bro, what? Who even says stuff like that? And it might be one of the dopest things that I've ever heard. And so I'm, I'm very attracted to this, this idea, this lifestyle. And I'm, I'm wondering what that means for me. I'm wondering if I have trapped myself in an idea of myself and when I see freedom, it, it's attractive to me. That maybe I'm so stuck in the idea of what I should be that I'm not comfortable with who I am. And so when I see somebody operating in what appears to be freedom for them, it's, it's attractive to me. Right. And there's, a, there's another part of it, right, where it feels like, you know, they're misunderstood and they're, they're not misunderstood, right? Um, they're understood quite clearly <laughs> and they're not misunderstood for being misunderstood sake, right? Those people are like annoying to just like be going after being misunderstood. You don't want to be understood. That's annoying, right? Because you're, you're not living in anything solid. You're not living into any truth that you have. You're, you're just, trying to be misunderstood as a character trait. And that's annoying. But what's happening here is that like, I I don't understand it because I'm trying to identify it in me. Right. That's really what's happening with this group of individuals. And I've, I've shared this with my wife. Right. And she's going to be shocked that I've even recorded an episode about it because like it's uncomfortable to sit in and it's uncomfortable to say what it is that you're actually feeling, which is attraction. And it's uncomfortable because we have limited attraction to a sexual thing. It always goes there to, to say that I am attracted to an individual somehow always clicks in your mind that it's sexual. Right. And this is a deeper level of intimacy that maybe I'm searching for something in self, which is a dangerous way to get involved in a relationship, but that's a conversation for another day. It's me having this intimacy with self that I'm recognizing something in someone else that is probably in me, but I haven't unlocked yet. 
and I'm attracted to it because it's part of me. I know it's a weird conversation to have with oneself and it's a very what my producer would call meta, very meta. And, you know, I'm into that. Tony Baker. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, what say you? I'm out. Hey, man, don't skip this outro. I've worked too hard on this outro. I've literally recorded this like 300 times and I'm over it. You've listened to the, one of these episodes. You're definitely my friend right now because I put in a lot of work for this. Season two is about friendship. Share it with some of your friends. I don't care how you share it with them. Just share it with them. Okay. Because like, I'm really sick of recording this outro and people don't even listen to outros anymore, but you better be listening to this outro. And if you're listening to this outro at this point, you are probably my best friend and I appreciate you so much. So take it to that next level and subscribe on whatever podcast site you're listening to. And if you want to engage with more content, talk to me a little bit. We're so I said media on everything. Okay, enough. I'm done recording these outros because you're probably not even listening to it anyway. But if you are, thank you so much. Now go listen to the next episode.